people afternoon evening whenever you're listening it's your girl ashley hartwell with matters of the heart and yes i was feeling that song because it so resonated with me today um so we're gonna be talking today about listening and not in the traditional fashion in which we talk or we discuss active listening versus passive listening although that would probably be a good podcast we're going to talk specifically about listening to your inner voice. So I think it was about 30 when I noticed this clock kind of appear in the background of my thoughts and of my just kind of everyday living, you know, where I felt this ticking, 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 like I'm running out of time. I haven't accomplished this by now. I haven't done that. This still needs to happen. And that clock, I believe we all kind of start to hear it at some point. And from my understanding with some of my friends who are um, somewhat older than I am, I'm learning that 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 clock doesn't seem to, to ever disappear. It's always kind of there. So I've discovered that I believe what happens is the clock becomes so loud that it starts to drown out that voice on the inside and we have to work diligently to stay connected to that voice to listen to that voice and the reason that voice is so detrimental to our person and our uh, mental emotional physical health even is that that voice or that person which is us has been with us our entire life they know us they know we know that at a certain point There's just certain limitations we have that sometimes we forget or we kind of don't listen to because that clock is tick, tock, tick, tock, tick tocking away in the background. Okay, so kind of what I want to share is in particularly right now, the world is kind of at odds, right? Like we have continued racial tension we have continued awareness and expression of the systemic racism that exists especially in the u.s um we have elections going on right now and that is a whole heavy crazy mess we also have the dreaded covid and its effects on all of our lives and plans and how it's affected everyone to date. We have children returning to school under these conditions. It's just like a lot going on, right? Um, we tend to, to always kind of have a lot going on, but in, in particularly in 2020, it seems like it is up and ante and ante up, up it is an ante. So I'm saying all of this just to kind of lay the lay premise that you know, with that ticking happening and you have all these other adversities and things happening going on around you, whatever plan you have in place or had in place, I'm sure has been significantly affected. And so for me at 36, I hear the clock. 
I do. And the clock is constantly telling me you have less time to actualize your potential than you had, you know? So like in your teens and your 20s, you're still trying to figure so much out. You know, the time doesn't seem to be a big issue because you just feel so young. You know, I have forever to get some things figured out and accomplish them. Surely I can do those things. Um, your 30s, you're still young. Your 40s, you're still young. Your 50s, you're still young. But you ha- you feel that weight a lot differently than when you're in your 20s and your teens, right? So for instance, for me, I've been a nurse for 10 years. I literally like to gave up the ghost, okay? Like gave it up in nursing school. Nursing school, <laughs> nursing school was traumatic for me, first of all. I had... Um, I was pregnant in nursing school, had my baby in the middle of nursing school. I had two toddlers already while I was in nursing school. I had a husband who came back from Iraq and we're adjusting and re kind of connecting. We had just come out of a lot of marital, um, stress and duress on our marriage. And we're trying to you know, reconnect and and make sure our foundation has been repaired and is strong. It was just a lot going on. I felt like I couldn't learn because that child on the inside of me was ciphering every bit of essence of who I was to exist. And it was just, it was really hard. I hope you guys are getting the picture. It was really hard. Um, But by the grace, the sheer grace of God, I made it through nursing school. I passed NCLEX on the first attempt. Thank you, Jesus. And I've been a nurse for 10 years. Now, kind of playing back a little bit, I am a BSN or a bachelor's holding registered nurse, which I was not initially. You don't have to be to become a nurse. You can be a two-year associate's degree registered nurse. It's the same NCLEX either way. But um. For me, earning my two-year allowed me to work and earn an income, which we needed for our family and not have to wait. So once I finished school, oh my gosh, like the last thing I wanted to do was go back. I was like, I just was really nervous about it. It gave me a lot of anxiety. So once my husband earned his master's and he kind of um, pushed me a little bit, you know, I think you might want to consider. And so I did and I got my bachelor's. Okay, cool. So now that, you know, I have my bachelor's, I'm like, oh man, I didn't just go and get my master's. It's going to knock this thing out. You know, I'm not getting any younger and I need to make up for lost time. So I must have started a master's program probably two or three times. You know, I thought initially I'll go ahead and become a nurse practitioner, family practice. And then I realized I really didn't want to take care of people's chronic issues for the rest of my life. And so um, I kind of backed off of that. And then I was like, okay, well, I love people. I love leadership. I love everything about partnering with people to push them, inspire them and help them become exactly who they're, you know, what's inside of them come out, you know, extremely passionate about that. I love that. So maybe I'll marry the two worlds, nursing and leadership, and I'll get my master's in nurse leadership. And then long story short, I have just now this year, this month, which we are in August of 2020, discovered exactly what it is I want to do. So I started school at the end of this month. Now, with all that being said, I'm working full time. I'll start school at the end of this month. I still have five children because that's what happens when you have five children. You always have them. 
And I am married to an incredible man. And that requires a lot of my time, my marriage, my, my relationship with my children. I have my children. I have um, my parental relationship, my sibling relationships, my best friend relationships. I just have a lot of things happening in and around my life that require my time, my energy, right? So I also have a business called Divine Moments Hypnobirthing. And it is a childbirth education course in which I provide for birthing moms and their birth partners to have a calm um, approach to the birthing experience. And man, there's just a lot, right? Like I just listed a lot of stuff. So that clock tells me tick, tock, tick, tock. You run out of time. Tick, tock. You got to do it all. Tick, tock. You better hurry up. Tick. Talk. Like it just, it's like constantly back there telling me, do everything all right now, get it done, or like it's it's not gonna happen. Like you're not gonna get to the finish line essentially. Um that voice that we need to listen to though, that inner voice, right? That voice is is like waving its hands. It's like, hey, psst, hey. Hey, so you could do that thing and you could also do that, that thing too, that you're talking about, but should you? No, you shouldn't do it. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, sis, you should not do that. Like that right there, you, that should be a no. That should be a no for me, dog. You know what I'm saying? Um, but because the clock is so loud, we, we tend to not be able to hear that voice. Or if we do hear, we kind of become masters of, of kind of like silencing it and pushing into these things. And let me just tell you guys what's dangerous about that. So what I'm realizing is dangerous about that is the clock. First of all, you need to like, we need to like break it. Like it needs to be broken into a million thousand pieces. The clock is a lie. Okay. The truth is, yeah, we, we are running out of time. We all are. I mean, no one's going to live forever. However, if you allow that clock to dictate to you what you should and should not be doing in any given season versus that voice on the inside of you, that's been with you your whole life that knows your capacity, then what you end up doing is putting yourself in a situation where you not just get burnt out, but instead of setting yourself forward and ahead, you end up setting yourself backwards. Like you, you set, you have a setback all because you didn't take care of your emotional health, your mental health, your physical health, because that voice was trying to make you aware that even though it's within your ability to do certain things, doing them may compromise these other areas, which in turn compromise the whole thing, Right? So if my goal is to actualize this potential that lives on the inside of me because, because as an adult, you, you begin to understand that having potential ain't cute anymore. You need to see that potential produce something. <laughs> it needs to become something. It's real cute. It's dope. When like you young, you looking at children, you're like, man, that child has so much potential to do such and such. Or you're a teenager and people are like, man, you got a lot of potential, man. You could do this. You could do that. But when you grown, 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 like 
grown and people still talking about you <laughs> you got potential man it don't sit the same way it don't hit the same way that it hit when you when you're younger so once you're in your adulthood you're working on making what is potential actualized to produce something and actually be what it is what the potential has potential to become right you want that to become However, if in the efforts of doing that, you you extend yourself beyond your, you know, beyond your capacity because you've not been listening to that voice on the inside and you're so mentally, emotionally, physically drained, spiritually drained and depleted that your relationships around you start to suffer, your quality of effort and work start to suffer, instead of being ahead, you, you actually set yourself back. So what we need to do is learn to listen to that voice. I recently, like I said, I have, I have finally figured out what I want to do with school and and career wise. And, um, we, D and I are pushing into a lot of things right now. Again, those things that kind of never stop, never stop being a part of the equation are our marriage and our children. Like that's like the first things what's, what's happening in this house. And then, um, also our, our spiritual walks, like we want to see those continue and be stronger and healthier. And we're navigating a lot right now, even with all of that. And, um, I'm adding school. I finally found the school and the, the degree plan I want to do. I'm actually excited about it. And I have a business, you know, so I had the opportunity to take on some new students for my hypnobirthing course and I was just going to do it, even though I could hear that voice saying, could you do it? Yes, you could. But should you do it? Should you do it, Ashley? Is that a good move for you right now in this season? And the answer to that question was no. So that's money. You know what I'm saying? That's money I could have secured for the house. It's bags I could have secured for the house. You know, um, those are clients I could have told other people. Like there's so many things and that clock is ticking so dang loud in the back of my mind telling me, oh man, you shouldn't let that pass. You shouldn't let that pass. Society says you shouldn't let that pass. Oh, that's a bad move right there. Oh man, that's not wise. But to take on that responsibility in this particular season of time, when I'm already in a place where I'm, I'm, I'm stretched, I am stretched and I recognize it. To ignore that voice, I think, would be more detrimental to the overall outcome of what I'm trying to achieve than it would be beneficial. And so I have to listen to that voice. And what I ended up doing is partnering with my sister-in-law, who we're very close. Me and her both do these courses. And thankfully, you know, thankfully, because of all the craziness going on, we're able to provide these courses right now virtually. And I was able to give my student to her to take care of and to, you know, really give her quality experience. And I don't really believe I would have been able to do that. I would have been trying to go over everything, get it all ready. It just would have been a very high stressed environment for myself, which I know would have turned in. Again, like I said, that is completely the opposite of what hypnobirthing is about. So... Listening to that voice is vital. I felt really good about that decision. Um, And it really kind of helped that clock behind me be lessened and be more quieter. And that voice inside of me stand up a little taller to know that I'm making a right choice for me and our family in this season. Like it can't be about 
chasing money or anything. It can't ever be about that for me. It has to be about staying true to our core principles, which guess what? That voice knows. That voice knows my principles. That voice knows my standards. It knows um, truly what what my principles versus my my preferences are. So that's a whole, that's an episode for a whole nother time, principles versus preference. But anyhow, just stating that principles are, 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 they are non-negotiables. Preferences are negotiable, just so you understand why I reference that. But that point, that, that person on the inside, that voice on the inside knows, it knows, it knows what my principles are. So to put myself in a situation that compromises my principles, even though it appears to be a good choice or it appears to be something that is beneficial, but truly isn't, then I need to be able to listen to that voice and say, nope, you know what? I'm going to put you in the right hands to make sure that you're going to be properly taken care of. My sister-in-law will be blessed. And I'm going to trust that in this season, that was the right choice for me. And I will pick that up and place that on my plate when I can be hundred uh, percent true to it and, and give it the quality that it requires. So saying all that I have said and sang in this episode to say, be diligent to listen, to take that time to hear, you know, you're feeling particularly stressed. If you're feeling particularly like snappy or your mood seems to be off or you're just kind of frustrated there doesn't seem to be one particular reason why it may mean that you need to take a moment and kind of pull back listen to that voice and find out man what are you doing that maybe you're capable of doing but you don't need to be doing because you're already at your capacity and trusting that even though that clock is clicking so freaking loud that in the right timing things are going to fall into place as they should as you continue to be diligent to work forward um but at a pace and at a capacity that is appropriate for you in that particular season all right with all that being said i love y'all so much please 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 leave a comment Please give me a rating if on um, if on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, this is again matters of the heart. I do have an IG page matters underscore the of matters underscore the underscore heart H A R T, and I am on Facebook as well, straight from the heart. But Um, Again, they won't change my name yet, so we're just going to kind of roll with it. But the podcast is Matters of the Heart, and it has been a pleasure. I love you guys, and heart wellness.